you're listening to The New Paris. I'm your host, Lindsay Tremuda. If you were to walk the streets of Paris today, you'd see about 7,000 tons of garbage piling up on sidewalks. The stench after a week of no garbage collection is, you might say, ungodly. Some residents have seen an uptick in rat socializing. And according to reports, this could go on until at least next Monday, March 20th. This trash assault is the result of strikes in response to the Macron government's pension reform plans, which lawmakers are debating and voting on this very week. Here's the thing. Nearly 70% of the French population is against the proposed retirement reform, which would raise the retirement age from 62 to 64 by 2030. As of 2027, people will need to work for 43 years instead of 42 years to receive their full pension. The government insists these changes are crucial for protecting the country's share-out pension system and are quick to point to their neighbors, Italy, Germany, Spain, who already have a higher retirement age. In Germany and Spain, for example, the legal minimum age is 65, and in Italy, it is 67 years old. But opponents insist that comparison isn't really fair as it distracts from a uniquely French social system that is being put at risk, and the fact that those foreign systems incorporate more parameters than the French one. Here's what else the critics of the reform say. For one, the pension system isn't in a deficit yet. The government really should be looking to alternatives to fill its coffers without forcing people to work longer, namely going after the 1%. Economists also say that it may not even have the desired effect because if more people are working, that means more public spending. The second key point is that the most impacted by the reform will be the usual suspects, the underprivileged, physical laborers, and women. These are people who tend to start work earlier in life, so have normally earned the right to a full pension by the age of 62. Now they'll have to work two extra years for no added benefit. For women, particularly those who take breaks to raise children, it will take longer to reach the minimum contributions for a full pension, pushing the retirement age upwards of 67. By some accounts, women's pensions are as much as 40% lower than those of men, and therefore, this reform amplifies existing inequalities. It's worth also looking to the French economist Thomas Piketty, who puts it this way, and I quote, Repeating over and over again that the wealth tax, called the ESF, brought in less than 5 billion euros is tantamount to taking citizens for fools. This low yield reflects the choice of successive governments to exempt billionaires and to rely on bogus self-declarations, and it is precisely this choice that must be called into question. It is by tackling the issue of justice that we will get out of the current crisis. However, with the pension reform, the government is preparing to do just the opposite. The stated objective is to make $20 billion or 20 billion euros in savings per year by 2030 in order to finance the government's other priorities. The problem is is that these 20 billion will fall entirely on the shoulders of the most modest. So the government can try to disguise things, but the reality is that it has invented a regressive tax that will be imposed exclusively on the least qualified. And that's the end of his thinking. So in other words, Why aren't we going after the 500 largest fortunes in France that have expanded in a decade from 200 billion euros to 1,000 billion euros? 
According to Piketty, taxing them could bring in 400 billion euros. That could go even further if the government actually made an effort to tax the wealthiest 500,000 people in its country, the 1%. But let's be honest, we know why that hasn't happened and why it's unlikely to happen. I'm all for some adjustments as I don't think social systems are immutable. But if nothing is being done in earnest to rein in the mushrooming billionaire class, you better believe the working and middle class are going to show up for a fight. Macron's reform is a political choice, not an obligation. According to some handy online calculators I've used to determine what age I will be able to retire here, it won't be before 67. And while that sounds late, I also figure it is what it is. Maybe that's the American in me. This is the way things are going. For me. But there are certain individuals, including those who have physically demanding jobs, who start working in their teens, and we know there are many of them, who have to take time off to rear children, for whom this is simply unjust. So where do I personally stand? I'm against the reform in its current state and sympathetic to the people who will be the most penalized by the changes the reform will bring about. But I'm also a bit frustrated with our local government for not having found some short-term solutions, at least for the trash issue. And more about that. About half of Paris's arrondissements have municipal trash collectors and sanitation workers. The other half, which includes my neighborhood, much to my surprise, is managed by private providers. Private sector providers are still working and cleaning up the streets, but three garbage incinerator plants outside of Paris are also on strike, meaning the trash gets collected and then, I guess, festers in a heap in front of closed facilities. When it becomes a sanitary issue for residents, I think the city needs to figure out a way forward that still allows the sanitation workers to make their voices heard. So here we are. Spring is upon us, complete with all of the horrific allergens that will lead me to start popping pills quite imminently. Tensions are high, streets are filthy, but the city has devoted more media coverage to the upcoming Olympics in 2024 than what is actually what it is actually doing to mitigate the effects of this strike. On the bright side, I guess you could say there's never a dull moment to living in Paris. For more background on this issue, I've included a few links in the show notes, and I'm covering citywide and national issues on my newsletter each month on the New Paris Dispatch, which you can find at bonjour.lindsaytremuda.com. Until next time, à bientôt.